tonight I want to talk to you. The title of the message is called The God of the Impossible and the Possible. Now let me explain to you what I mean by that. Um, well, actually, let me, let's read the scripture first. Um, turn over to Isaiah chapter 55. And we're going to read verses 8 and 9. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, we all know that God is all-powerful. But, you know, I think too many times we start looking for these big, miraculous things to happen. You know, there's nothing wrong with expecting miracles in your life. There's nothing wrong with uh, seeing those things happen and thanking God for them. That's what we should do. But, you know... A lot of times we count on God being there only on the impossible things. You know, the same God that can turn water into wine and can part the Red Sea, do these big, miraculous, spectacular things, can also move on your, in your life in things that aren't so spectacular. Amen. Now... I thought of several things when I was thinking about this, and I thought of different ways that God moves in our lives. And you know, sometimes we don't see a miraculous healing in our life, but God will use doctors to work. Now, I'm not talking about just every little treatment you go to a doctor, but sometimes through the power of God, you'll go to a doctor and he'll point out something that you didn't know. He, he might find something that nobody else has seen, and, or He may treat things in a different manner. It's because God has intervened. Now, from the outside, from man's standpoint, from His point of view, that looks like a normal thing. And it's easy for us to take those things as being just normal occurrences. But what we really should be doing... It's still giving God the same kind of praise and honor and glory for those things that are possible with man that He still chose us to bless us with. Amen. <clears throat> you know, sometimes we forget about giving God thanks and praise for things that don't seem... They, they seem kind of trivial. But the minute we see some miraculous event happen, oh, that's got to be God, you know. Y'all bear with me a little bit. I'm, I know there's a point that needs to be made here. You know, as I was looking at this, I, I thought about Jesus. You know, there were a lot of things in Jesus' life that were miraculous. Amen. From His birth to His death. He was born of a virgin. When He died, He rose again. All the different miracles he performed during his lifetime, 
There was many miraculous things that happened. You know, those are those are the impossible things with men. But what about possible things? You know, there are things that I can do on my own. And I don't have to have God's help. There are things that I am capable of doing in my own power. But sometimes God decides to move in our life in ways that maybe we're the only ones that can see that it was God moving. You know, I have a job, I go to work, I make money to provide for my family. I choose to view that as the way God provides for us. It's me doing the work. It's me getting up every morning and going to work and then coming home and drawing a paycheck. But I have to believe that God provided me with that job. I choose to believe that it's God that helps me find favor with my bosses so that I get raises, so that I'm able to continue working there. They don't start to find things wrong with my attitude and the way I work to decide I don't need to work there anymore. I choose to believe that that's God blessing me in that area. It'd be real easy for me as a natural person to think, well, that's just because I'm good at my job. Do y'all hear me? You understand what I'm talking about? <clears throat> what I'm trying to tell you is I don't have to wait around for some kind of miracle to happen in my life to start giving God honor and glory and praise. I don't have to wait for for one of my kids to be healed from some terrible disease or or for me to be pulled from the depths of the fire by some angel uh, after a car wreck. or or I don't have to wait for something like that to happen to give God praise. My God is not only the God of the impossible, He's the God of the possible also. Now, I know this is kind of shallow, if you want to call it that. There's no real deep thought here. But it's easy for us to overlook this stuff sometimes. You know, sometimes God chooses to answer your prayer by simply doing nothing. Do you give God praise? During those times? We should. That's right. We should. But, you know, sometimes we we kind of get up on a little high horse and we think, well, I guess God just ain't going to answer that prayer. And we kind of we kind of get on our little pity party or whatever you want to call it and think, well, God's just not going to listen to me on this one. Maybe this isn't something that concerns Him. When all along, He, he did answer your prayer. It's just not some big, miraculous, spectacular thing that happened. He moves in those little things too. Most of the time, He moves in those little things. You may go for years and never see something miraculous happen. But I guarantee you, when I go to work on Wednesday, I'm going to have a job. Now, I can't promise you I'll have one before I leave that day, but I believe I will. I believe God has provided that job for me. 
Now, we can choose to live one of two ways. We can choose to believe that all those things that we're capable of doing on our own is nothing but our doing. Or we can believe that what the Word says when it says that every good and perfect thing comes from God. We can, we can choose to walk in that kind of a way. We can, we can believe that, that everything that we have that is worth saying anything good about came from my Father in heaven. <clears throat> you know, something else I thought of is, you know, we've always heard stories of how somebody needed money or, you know, they were in a destitute situation and, and all of a sudden one day they went to the mailbox and there was this check for $30,000, the exact amount of money they needed. You know, I'm not going to tell you that ain't ever happened. I'm sure it probably has. But you know, sometimes the way God provides that money for you is by giving you a job. He, he may do it through some kind of extra work. You know, there's been times that He's given me work to help somebody else. Whatever the problem may be, it may have been a computer problem or, or help them around the house, you know, with firewood or something. He's provided some little extra thing like that that I had to get out and do some work on, but then I got some money that I needed. You know, I'm not trying to preach to those that are without a job tonight, but what I'm trying to tell you is that sometimes you need to be looking for those blessings. Sometimes it's the things that are just right in front of your face that you're looking over, that God is blessing you with every day. You know, it's not, it's not easy to... Try to look past all the stuff that you think you do on your own. And to realize that it's God that has given you the strength to do it. It's God that's providing you with the mental capacity to do it. It's God that has put you in a position to use that ability that He's given you to provide for you. But that's exactly what we need to do. We need to forget about ourselves for a while. We need to put ourselves on the back burner. We need to be giving God the kind of praise in our life that He is worthy of. You know, there's a there's a song, and I'm not going to sing it. It says, Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. You know, I started doing that. As I would see these blessings, because let me tell you all right off the bat, my memory is terrible. I can remember the most insignificant little points of something that mean absolutely nothing to me, but I can't remember the things that are important. I don't know why. I'll forget things. I'll see how God has blessed me, and I guarantee you a month from now I'll forget about it. I thought about that song. You know, there's a lot of truth in that song. Count your blessings. See what God has done. So I started to write some of them down. 
You know, because a lot of times the way God blesses you is through many different events. And you'll think, well, okay, that was kind of a little blessing. Thank you, God. But then you start saying, wait a minute. God blessed me in this one little thing. And because I was obedient and I gave Him praise for it, and just like we talked about this morning, continue to diligently seek Him, He used that one little thing to open the door to many other things. But if you know what? If you don't count those blessings and you don't give God praise and honor and glory for those things that were cap- you're capable of doing on your own, it's hard to see how He got you to those other blessings. So I started to write them down. <clears throat> and I'm going to continue doing that. I'm, I'm going to, every time I, I see a way that God has blessed me, not some big miraculous thing. You know, I don't know if I've ever, I, I don't know if I could name you a miracle in my life that I've seen happen. Some big, you know, you know somebody regrew a leg. I, I've never seen anything like that. But I can tell you about some blessings that God has given me. I can tell you about ways that He has blessed me that I just don't even understand yet. Now, do y'all see anything like that in your life? Do you see times that you don't even understand how you got there? But all the things that happened were just little insignificant things. Little things that if you weren't careful to do it, you wouldn't even bother giving God praise for him. But he's still the God of the possible. He's the God of the impossible, but he's also the God of the possible. Those things that don't mean much to everybody else, he still has power over those too. Now, I'm not going to keep you all long tonight. I know everybody's got holiday fever. <clears throat> But uh, I just want you all to go into this holiday season. Number one, remembering why we're celebrating it. I know you hear this all the time. Jesus is the reason for the season. But, you know, I got to thinking about Jesus. I told you a while ago, He's born of a virgin. It's impossible. At the age of 12, he was teaching uh, in the temple. Teaching. Did y'all hear me? Teaching. He wasn't just you know talking to them. He was teaching them. Impossible. He turned the water into the wine into wine at that wedding. It's impossible. He healed a man one time by putting mud and spit in his eyes. Impossible. Yeah, it was holy. But that's the kind of stuff we need to be thinking about when we go into Christmas. You know, somebody so perfect came and died for us. <clears throat> Sometimes it's hard to even understand why He did it. Sometimes it's hard to understand what He gave up to do it. But I want you all to go into, this, into these holidays remembering that It's not just those big, fabulous, spectacular, impossible things that we need to give God praise for. It's those little things. 
those are the more prevalent things in your life. You may live your entire life and never see some miraculous thing happen. But I guarantee you, you can count your blessings every day. You can look around you and find something that God has blessed you in. Did your car crank this morning? You know, that's the worst feeling in the world to get up and you've got to be somewhere at a certain time and your car won't crank. I've been there many times. Amen. But there's, there is always something you can find to praise God about. Even when your car won't crank, Amen. you might want to watch out because there may be a blessing in that. You know, there's probably people that look at me driving that Mustang out there and think, well, he must think he's somebody got a Mustang. But I'm going to tell you all that's a blessing from God. I had a 2,000 model Grand Down that just laid down on me on the way to work one day. So I'd been driving this old beat up 93 Ford F-150 to work every day. And I began to pray and ask God, I said, God, I need some reliable transportation. I've got to get back and forth to work. Now, God, I'm not asking for nothing fancy. I just I want what you want me to have. Because so I know whatever you want me to have is the best thing for me. Amen. But while you're at it, you know what I like. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with asking God for what you like now. I told him, look, I want what you want me to have, but you know what I like. And that's all, I left it right there. And the next day, <laughs> my brother-in-law told me, look, you need to quit praying because every time I, you pray, I end up giving you a car. But <laughs> that's who I got the truck from, by the way, for $500. <clears throat> the next day, my brother-in-law called me and was telling me he was thinking about buying some other car and was going to trade this Mustang in on it. And I said, man, you need to sell that to me. Well, he was about to run out of cell phone signal. He said, well, all right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you later on, man. You know, just kind of blew it off. <clears throat> well, he got off, we got off the phone, and me and Rhonda began to pray. And I said, God, if this is your will, I don't want to put us in any kind of bind because we've got to make payments on it. He didn't just give it to me. <clears throat> but I want to put us in a bind. And this was before we got this church, guys. I could see God moving through everything. I could see all these different ways that God has blessed us. I said, if it's your will, God, let Him call back and be serious about selling that car to me. About ten minutes later, He called. And the first words out of His mouth were, Now, are you serious about buying this car? I said, Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> So after we had kind of talked about it, I told him, I said, you know, I just prayed about this yesterday. And he said, man, you got to quit praying. Every time you pray, I end up selling a car to you. <clears throat> but you know, those kind of things are kind of trivial when you compare them to somebody being healed. They're little things. But He's still the God over those things. He still has power over those little things. He's still worthy of praise over little things. 